evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We've got co-host Liz. Hello, I'm back. And uh, uh, our technical director, Eli, has uh, run off again. This time, I believe, and I don't have, I don't have this for certain, mm. I believe he's finally uh, uh, about to capture a snipe. Mm. Uh, yeah, so this capture snipe, a what? A snipe. Mm-hmm. He's been on a snipe hunt now for uh, I think since before Christmas. Uh, he took his family on a snipe hunt. Mm. Uh, so far, I believe they were they were in southern Georgia. Last I heard, mm. uh, and on the trail of a it looks like a whole group of snipes. So what good is luck a to them. Snipe. It's very elusive. It, they're it hard. They're almost impossible to catch. Yeah. Um, what did I, I actually, miss in a week? I feel like I'm on the the farthest outside of an inside joke. No, in the world. No, this is. I mean, sort is of. Is this like? Is this like? Like every time Dan leaves, he goes Bigfoot hunting. No, well, the one time he went Bigfoot hunting. Yeah, that's not. Uh, but this one, one of these things are real, <laughs> right? This night, but he's he, anyway. So that was uh, just called a vacation, Liz. He's, he's what do you do on vacation? We'll decide after she takes a vacation. <laughs> uh, she's currently in the negative on her sick time, though. So we'll we'll see how this goes. Uh, so anyway, so we lost, uh, we, we lost Eli. Good luck with the snipes. But we have Sir Ivan Wysocki. Hello, hello. He is in and uh, running the mics and cams and things. No, wait, just the cams. You're running the mics, right? Yeah, that's me. Is that what you do? Yeah. Who, who does what around here? I have anyway. no idea. All I know is I sit down in the chair, I start talking, and then later it magically appears on the internet. <laughs> Speaking of magically appearing on the internet, uh, <laughs> we have from NASA. Yes, like for reals, NASA, like NASA, not like I'm not trying to slick up a two in there instead. You're like, <laughs> no funky smelling. Uh, we have Mr. Dustin Lore. Hey, how are you? I'm a, a NASA contractor. Wow. We, we do the work. That's, there you go. That's all I listen. That's, that's way closer than I've gotten to NASA. Yeah. Uh, especially since that unfortunate incident at the Kennedy Space Center mm-hmm. uh, where I was asked not to return. Oh, no. um, so we've got a whole bunch of things going on. There's, I don't think we have anything spoilery today, right? No. Nothing spoilery today. So good news. Let's go ahead and dive right into this week in Geek. We are opening up with some Stargate Origins, and I'm just going to stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Go for Dan. Okay. I guess you're throwing it to me. Uh, So Stargate Origins finally put out their teaser trailer. Uh, Excuse me. Liz, would you please? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. So Stargate's a thing. (laughs) Tell us all about Catherine Langford. Liz. Yes. She's very Catherine Langford-y. I've often thought she's the most Langford. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm... That's pretty much all I can say about wow. this. Okay, so I'll pick it profound, up then, apparently. Profound uh, so, statement. So we've got our Stargate movie, and then after yeah. your Stargate movie, you had Stargate SG-1, which was uh, a really great television yeah. series. Ran starring, for 10 seasons. Yep, starring MacGyver, uh, otherwise known as Richard Dean Anderson. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we got some other Stargate shows that weren't as good. And then... Um, hey now, Atlantis is great. Uh-huh. Uh, we had Atlantis, and then you had SGU, and then Stargate died a quiet death. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we've been we've been f- keeping up with this because Stargate went Simpsons on us and dropped everything online. Yes, uh, for a paid amount, which, which was, was great timing because I was in the middle of binging it with my wife, finally getting her into it, and so that gave us access. What was the website? Stargate Command. Stargate Command. Uh, and so at Stargate Command, you could stream every episode and all mm-hmm. that kind of fun stuff. And they did that because they are dropping a new web series. Which they said would be coming in 2017. Um, Make that February 2018. So you got like four days, guys. Yeah. But not that they couldn't do it. Yeah, they couldn't do it. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll eliminate it. It's a 10-minute oh. th- episodes, bro. <laughs> like... 10-minute episodes? There's 10 10-minute episodes. Stargate Origins yeah. is 10 10-minute episodes. Maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's stop-motion animation, so it just took them a really, really long time to film. <laughs> individually. They would old school that. and draw, like individually <laughs> drew each cell. 
Yeah. That's why Aladdin took so long. So ten, Not a lot of people know that. We're gonna. So you got to wait a week for ten minutes. It's that's what it's ridiculous. <laughs> There's a joke in here about my sex life, and I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna uh, right past it. But the, the the real problem with this though is that they they chose uh, Catherine Langford to be the central character here, and Catherine Langford is a character that we encountered in the movie and five or six times throughout the run of SG One. Uh-huh. So she has an established continuity. And none of it involves her ever seeing an open Stargate wormhole until 1997. Ooh, so they mess with the timeline here, huh? So either there's going to be some kind of an alternate timeline, or there's going to be a memory wipe, or there's going to be something, or or just she's a big fat liar, apparently, because... <laughs> Can we go with big fat liar? I'm with that. No, I just, you know, so many times whenever they do these things, they think, oh, no, your memory's wiped and you'll never remember this. Or, you know, I would just love for her to be like, I'm just not going to tell people about this shit. That's you know? <laughs> a crossover. Wait a, second, wait a second, wait a second. She was in the movie in 94. Mm-hmm. She saw the, the wormhole open. She was there in the base right. when it opened. Yeah. You said 97. Oh, my bad. 94, she sees it. 97, she goes through it. Roger that. Okay. Yeah. And this, Either way, and I that was it, her first, and we know that's her first time going through it. And this is set before any of that. Yeah. Because, uh, well, uh, the, <laughs> this go, week on, on the English language with Liz, what does the word origins mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, in continuity. Makes, it was, this is much better than Stargate Epilogue, which was not really <laughs> nearly as interesting. There, there were some tests done on the Stargate earlier, and her fiance went through the gate never to be seen again until she went through the gate in 97. Um, but that was supposed to be the only time that the Stargate had been fired up since it was found in Giza. I really, really, really want her to just be like, I'm not talking to him and just completely ignores it later. I think like the last scene for the last, I guess the last minute of these 10 minute episodes should just be somebody going like, what are you going to do with all of this? I'm going to pretend like it never fucking happened and just walk <laughs> off. It's and that's crazy. the thing, too. Just pimp this. walk off. Just right up. They they called it like the door, God's doorway or the go- doorway to the heavens or something like that until There's Daniel Jackson. Joke in there. Until Daniel Jackson uh, figured out that it was actually supposed to be Stargate. So they can't even use the word Stargate in this series or they're breaking continuity. Well, if there's one thing web, seri- web, ser- web series are known for doing, it's respecting continuity. Well, they better. What are your friends over? What are your friends over at? There's no place like Terror have to say about it. Um, I don't think I've heard them comment yet on this particular trailer. Mm. They did a. They just put out their last Jedi. Uh, gotcha. Tangent cast. So uh, tangent cast, yeah. which real sad that I missed last last week's episode. By the way, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Were you real, uh, real real sad? How do you feel about where it landed? I'm pleased with it. Okay. I'm pleased with it. Okay. Good. Uh, all right, let's do up next, Peter Jackson. We, so this trailer we mentioned briefly, I think, last week. Uh-huh. Uh, and now that the trailer is available on YouTube and everybody can see it, we wanted to discuss it here. Uh, Peter Jackson has put out a trailer for a teaser trailer for a new book called Mortal Engines. Oh, sorry, movie. Yeah. New movie called Mortal Engines. Now, Mortal Engines is a book. That's the thing. Mortal that thing. <laughs> um, Media so the, and things and stuff. This, multiple medias. What? Uh, they have books for TV now. The um, so the the whole premise of this, the main, you've got the steampunk era. Um, apparently, the the I'm now several chapters into the book. I've been actually really enjoying it, mm-hmm. much better than Elantris. I'm sorry, Sanderson. Your first book was shit. Your other ones were great, but your first one was hot garbage. Um, 
Another hot take from Al. (laughs) I don't care. I don't even care. Uh, You don't even care today. You're real sassy today. I I like. I like. Why don't we get sassy, Al? I am. This is super sad. Was I was. I didn't get to talk to any grownups today. Oh. Uh, My entire day was looking at my four year old, my two year old, going, "Stop it! Don't do that! Put that down! Why are you over here? (laughs) Daddy needs to finish this." Uh, so yeah, it less it leaves me bold and saucy. Uh, the so the book really good. The, the the basic premise here is that um sometime somewhere along the line uh, we blow ourselves up and then afterwards the towns can't stay still anymore. So the only thing to do is to put all of the cities onto wheels, treads, and wheel them out. And, the logical thing, right? Obviously, that's what you do. So in the trailer we see London mm-hmm. coming at us. Right, but consuming a, a whole other town, speed. basically. Right. A yeah. small town, like a very small yeah. town. Uh, but that's what they do. They eat each other. Uh, not, like, literally, but, like, the cities, like, have, they open up, and they, well, the big towns eat the little towns, and there's a whole thing. So Do they poop out other towns? Uh, no, no, but they do leave waste behind them as they go through. Like so it's like, tents? so this is literally <laughs> the size, this is literally the city of London, like the exact size of London, all compartmentalized onto a big track thing and mm-hmm. multiple tiers high. It reminds me of there was a Doctor Who episode where they uh, found Great Britain in space. Yes, there was actually, a, a yes. spaceship where it was multiple different levels. Actually, I like, the, I like the, what did you say, Dustin? I think you did, a, you were. Yeah, it was, uh, I just just recently saw the the trailer myself and I uh, said it looked like uh, Final Fantasy mixed with Fury Road. And that's yes. Then that's having read having read the uh, the first several chapters. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very uh-huh. I mean obviously like po- post-apocalyptic, very yeah. Mad Maxy. Yeah, 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 very heavy steampunk elements with Victorian houses. Well, like you do. Well, that's Germany, it looks like. Um, <laughs> Some small town in Germany. Ooh, it does, it does have a little bit of a Bavarian it's touch. It's Munich. To it. It's very nice. You know. A little oh, okay. small for me. I was going to um, say. Like, Munich's very large. Yeah. The, so the one thing I will say about this and about... Uh, same thing I thought about when I was reading Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Both of those books feel like they were written with a movie in mind. And that is, I think, new-ish. Yeah, I feel like nowadays any any sci-fi novel that gets I mean you kind of have to you know at least hopes and dreams that like right, if you're writing it you're like into... you're writing a novel but you're also kind of writing a script like eh, right. Eh, and this Hollywood. one feels right and this one feels very much like a Ready Player 1 was almost distractingly so. Yeah. Um but this one also kind of feels like they're they're trying to create something that would be made into a series, right? Uh, and Mortal Engines is a series, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but over, I, that's, I'm not knocking it. Been with Peter Jackson at the helm. I'm. What's he ever done? <laughs> well, the good news is he did Lord of the Rings. The bad news is he did The Hobbit. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. Mm, yeah, 1980s you mean that, you mean that short story Hobbit that they turned the into a trilogy? <laughs> I just want to see one of these things come ripping through the Shire. (laughs) Great. They actually, yeah, that. What's that? It's Mordor. I, uh, one does not simply walk to Mordor. Mordor. You wait for Mordor to come past you. Mordor does not simply roll into the Shire. (laughs) Mordor's a 315 goes right past this time. I would say it does simply roll into the Shire. (laughs) And roll over and roll. Anyway, uh, so that's what's going on there. Up next. This was, without a doubt, my favorite story. Oh, yeah. this is incredible. This is so. So, there's this guy you may have heard of him, uh, Guillermo del Toro, not to be confused with Benicio. Benicio, Benicio del, del Toro. Toro. Yeah. Can I just tell you a haha, Al's dumb moment? 
You thought they were the same guy? I thought they were the same guy for oh, a very long honey, time. Oh, honey, no. And I was so confused. <laughs> that guy's such a great actor. And he's a director, you know. <laughs> right. No. Does he sing and dance? Well, I was excited, dude. How does he do it? And then I saw a picture of, of Guillermo del Toro. And I'm like, that doesn't look like the guy from, uh, from, from, from uh, uh, Likely Usual Suspects. He doesn't look like he was in Usual Suspects. <laughs> or Last Jedi. Or the last, right, the same thing. And that was, I think it was The Last Jedi when I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I suspect there are two Del Toros. He's sitting there like eating popcorn watching Last Jedi going, man, this guy made Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> and, and Pacific Rim. Let's not forget. Uh, I was not even understand oh, him. Like, God. he's got that accent. It's so th- Anyway, <laughs> so, um, oops. So Guillermo Del Toro is a director uh, who did Pacific Rim and Pan's Labyrinth and a bunch of other really... Hellboy. Uh, oh, Hellboy. Did a whole bunch of really yeah. cool, like... He's got his legit geek cred up there. Um, Benicio Del Toro is the guy, actually, from... He's the the smuggler. DJ. Uh, from Last Jedi. DJ. He's also in um, The Usual Suspects, which if you have not watched it, I will not spoil it for you. <laughs> and he's the collector. You, he's a, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, he's also the... That's right. The, the, the collector, collector from, from Guardians. Guardians. Yep. He's, so he's done a few things. Yeah. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about Guillermo Del Toro. <laughs> his brother. His uncle. <laughs> father. <laughs> cousin? Cousin. Whatever. I mean, how many Del Toros are out there, really? Uh, at least two. Uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't done a full, I haven't done a full census, but I'm at two and counting. <laughs> the, uh, anyway, so Guillermo Del Toro uh, was doing an interview and explained that he'd actually seen a UFO, like a real honest-to-God UFO. Yep. Now, we're going we're gonna to glide past <laughs> all of the possibilities around whether or not UFOs exist or don't exist, whether or not they visit Earth, blah, 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 aliens, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> sure, sure. The important part is not that. <laughs> the important part is that when discussing an alien... Uh-huh. There was no discussion of probes. It was that the UFO was, and we're quoting here, horribly designed, crappy, and cliche. <laughs> so basically, this dude sees a UFO and goes, lame. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't have done it like that. Like, Simpsons exactly. did it. He was so disappointed because it was an actual saucer. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, so played. You're still doing Flying saucer. Real original. Yeah. How pissed, like how disappointed and embarrassed are you if you're the aliens later on? <laughs> Who catch that one? All like, right, all right. Okay, so I, so I have a theory Sorry. on this one, right? I see you're still using because, polymers. Because we're not, so we're not, we're not going, we're not going into like, do, do they exist? Did this really happen? Like we're not going there. So let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's exist on the plane of reality right now where he actually did see a ufo ufos exist aliens Mm -hmm. are real and guillermo guillermo del toro had an encounter of the third kind so what if aliens have the technology let's do the second kind it's okay though don't worry about it what would the third kind be face-to-face face-to-face yeah oh well we don't know i mean maybe about this (laughs) (laughs) is this this on the list of of subjects we're not allowed to talk about with nasa (laughs) redacted 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 so um what if aliens have the technology, but they don't have the creativity? So all they've seen are our crappy sci-fi movies, and <laughs> all they've seen are these, are these like, boring, cliche flying saucers. Oh my god! So so here's how this has to work. Then they develop the technology to be able to catch the the signals that we shoot out into space. Yes, mm-hmm. they see the that historical like, documents, they, right? <laughs> <laughs> historical records, and so they see an image of like a 1960s flying saucer and like. Oh my god. <laughs> Get Jim in here. He has to see if he can do this. Is that like reverse contact? Exactly. Jim's like, oh my god, that's how we do it. I can And they the- finally they finally show up like, hey, hey, Earth, look what we did. And we're like <laughs> Disappointing. God. Lame. Idiots. Like they, they work so hard to build this thing. <laughs> But they're so far away. They reverse engineered it from an image. Right? 
had crossed the interstellar. <laughs> and they had to run oh, into Gamma del Toro. It still was a better reception than they got when they went and they visited like uh, the hipsters. Uh-huh. The hipsters got back like, oh! <laughs> so lame. Get well, out of here. He's a director, so he's like, oh, that's so early, like uh, Spielberg. Right. Yeah. Whatever, I saw a flying saucer before it was cool. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Gamo, thank you for calling out the aliens on their bullshit. I think that's really. <laughs> Can I keep it in line? Did you draw that little picture? Keep or... I found that. Oh, you found, <laughs> found it online. Was that was that hit, uh, that wasn't? Uh, please tell me he at least described it. Was that how he described he it? He described it as a saucer with blinking lights. Yeah, I think I think the quote in the article is it was literally a saucer. Yeah. <laughs> it was really and it a chased them. <laughs> they flashed their high beams at it, and then it it chased him. <laughs> <laughs> Interstellar road rage. Okay, so this is what happened. This is what ha- happened. So Guillermo and one of his friends, right? G Dog. They grab. They grab a sixer. Uh huh. Like you do. Schlitz. Which he. Which he. Which he made a point that he didn't drink it. Right. He had not no. cracked the six pack. They I were remember on, that very clearly. They were planning on drinking the sixer, and they were up in the mountains looking at the stars, and they see this thing, and they flash their headlights at it, and it comes racing at them. He they said it was a thousand out. yards away to right yep. in front of them within a second. Yeah. And then they, they got in their car and hightailed it out of there and the thing chased them for a little while and then it was gone. I just like <laughs> No, he didn't mention the LSD that he did before. Yeah, exactly. Right. He didn't drink the six pack, but we no, didn't no, talk no. about the mushrooms. Hey, we are assuming <laughs> that this is real. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? You've the man has done some substances. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the man has done all of the substances. That's not the point. At one time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the, I'm just... You flashed your high beams. It flew at you. And so uh-huh. you ran. And they honked their horn. Do you think it, this is just a case of him trying to like be really super cool about the fact that he like pooped his pants? Uh, and he's like, yeah, whatever. I saw a flying saucer and it was really stupid. But really, he was like terrified. And it was the I scariest was, thing would, that's ever happened to him. Well, he said he was terrified. Oh, okay. I mean, well. I would, I would absolutely just lose my shit. Yeah. I would, Aliens, no, no big deal. I would not handle that well. You know what I mean? Like throwing everything out the car, <laughs> like, just, just on my tail, just panicking and crying. I think is all well, I would. Depends. Do. Like, I mean, are they ET type aliens or are they like Independence Day type I aliens? Don't know if I are they like Mars out. attacks? No, type exactly, aliens. exactly. Either thing, I don't. I'm not going to keep my cool regardless of which type of aliens they are. <laughs> Like if they all looked like, like pargos, por- 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 porgos, por- what are the porgs? porgs, porgs. If they all looked like porgs, I would still with the chicken rabbits. Yeah, yeah, those things. Uh, the things that were that were that were created specifically to sell merchandise to children, right? And to make that had no purpose in the movie whatsoever. I'm sorry, I missed the review. No, they, so. they had a purpose to feed Chewie. No, the <laughs> island that they were shooting on was covered in actual penguins, oh. puffins, or, yeah, puffins. Puffins. puffins, and so to very to, different. Disguise the puffins, they made them look like porks. Oh. Tell me they made little jackets for them. <laughs> oh my God. Getting them to wear it was a bitch. Uh, all right. Practical effects, though. Come on. Uh, all right. So let's get into this next piece. Harry Potter, a predictive text algorithm, writes a new Harry Potter chapter. So you know when uh, you're scrolling through Facebook and you get one of those obnoxious things like, Type this in and see what comes up next, and you have to click the thing. One of those. So we taught <laughs> Excellent an AI. Excellent description, Al. Thank you. We taught an AI how to do this, and it wrote the, a new Harry Potter chapter. So it, anal- it, from it there. analyzed all seven novels. Uh-huh. First, it read all seven no- novels, and it picked. It learned everything that it could about Harry Potter. This is, and guys, this is a big deal because this is the first time that I am actually in favor 
of AI. I am in favor of of the robots because this is because this, this is the this, only way you're going to get an end to Game of Thrones. This shit is hysterical. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, where is this for Game of Thrones? Somebody give this to give this George. To that. George, stop typing with your fingers. George, we got something with for your you. Big fat sausage fingers. <laughs> stop it. Oh, it's okay, George. Um, so this you a- do have big fat fat sausage fingers. This though. AI created a new Harry Potter. Cha- well, it's it, it's it's the first chapter of a whole like brand new Harry Potter book, mm-hmm. and the AI even titled the book. And it is titled, um, where is it? Is it the one right here? Harry Potter and the Portrait of What Looked Like a Large Pile of Ash. (laughs) Harry Potter and the Portrait of What Looked Like a Large Pile of Ash. It sounds like something on Reddit, subreddit simulator. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the guys, I think, I think we know where this obviously came from. Hmm. It came from the, uh, the Flight of the Navigator subreddit. Yeah. That's probably uh, where, uh, obviously. Yeah, that's where, <laughs> right. uh, and this, so this is in, this is incredible because it makes absolutely no sense. It is completely it's completely nonsensical and it's it's hilarious. And I want to read this entire. I want them to let it go, and I want them to create this entire book. And I'm going to read the first couple sentences. Okay, go for it. Uh, the castle grounds snarled with a wave of magically magnified wind. Not bad. Not a bad start. Uh, the sky outside was a great black ceiling, which was full of blood. <laughs> That got dark. <laughs> got really dark really fast. Okay. Turn. The only sounds drifting from Hagrid's hut were the disdainful shrinks of his own furniture. What is this with HP Lovecraft? Well, Hagrid's a big guy. There's gonna be some creaks. <laughs> and this might be my favorite my favorite line of the whole thing. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Magic. It was something that Harry Potter thought was very good. <laughs> <laughs> I like this thing. Uh, and then, you know, it goes on. And I mean, there's other things. They're trying to get into a locked door. Uh, the password was beef women. <laughs> Hermione cried. Like, it's beef just, women. it's just, I mean, and it's not, it's fully formulated sentences, right? Uh-huh. It's a full, like, it's a, it's not, it's not like the, like the simple predictive text where it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like these are fully formulated sentences, but there's no Did plot. you see the, the 16th no chapter, or the 16th uh, paragraph where it says, uh, uh, ask me how I made five thousand dollars without leaving my house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, really? Yeah. No, not yeah. really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> okay, how many? How many drafts did they go through? I think. I think this is it. Like this. It. it they. They, they told it to create. Yeah. yeah. They told it to create a, a chapter. chapter, and it created a chapter, and we got what we got, and the sky is full of blood, and the password is beef women. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and the chapter's titled the handsome one, right? Yes, the chapter's titled the handsome one. Uh, there's something where it's, where it's like Ron Ron was bad and Ron also looked bad and it's just, you know because it's like it picks up on the fact that Ron's kind of like the you know the whipping boy like right. the, did, did I didn't see something about waving a wand at the urinal <laughs> I don't know if that was actually part of the uh, part of the chapter or if that was just something that was written in the article to be funny but okay. yes there is something about waving a wand at a urinal is this like the the pig of Hufflepuff. Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fun stuff. So, oh, Ron's, like Ron's, here we go. Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as Ron himself. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> burn. Poor, poor Ron. Oh, I just, I want it so bad. I want a full book. So, I want it. So, are you guys familiar with the uh, website uh, XKCD? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the guy that draws that, he's um, is he a physicist or astrophysicist? Uh, Monroe. Yeah, Monroe. Yeah. yeah. So he wrote a book very similar to this where he used the thousand most common words and he used that to describe technical objects like the Saturn V launch vehicle. He used the uh, thousand most common words to describe it. So it was like 
large lifty thingy on on pile of fire. It, like, it, it was like a, it was like a technical schematics that show like each part. And he would label it like big cone thingy with fire. Uh, That's like, it's not wrong. Yeah, it was the nose cone was like a pointy thing that goes to sky. So we did a whole book of like schematics of all these like technical things using these words, and it was absolutely so that that's what that reminded me of. So. All right, so we've got a new chapter of Harry Potter. JK, let's get on this. Finish this no, off. No, 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 she's good. She's done. Just the oh, robots are going to write it. Just, <laughs> just let it go. Just. Oh, sorry, JK. <laughs> JK, JK. Uh, the modes of production you know what, let you, the machines go. This is what you get for the cursed child. Yeah. You, really? Yeah. You're going to come for it like that? Yeah. Come. All I've right. Done, I've done... I done showed up and left again. <laughs> the cursed child was just not good. First of all, oh, it's, it's, so the, bad. it's the cursed child. Cursed. The cursed book. Pronouncing it like a dick does not make it any better. <laughs> Main topic. Main topic. Hot topic. No, wait. That the, was hot, the hot pocket. Hot, hot pocket. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. This guy is weird. Yeah. They're rebranding themselves. <laughs> we have a legitimate, like, actual science guest, and you're what? acting like this, and you're embarrassing I, yourself. Listen. I relish it. <laughs> Fine. See? He relishes. I like relish. Uh, now I want a hot dog. The, the hot new- dog. <laughs> it's not as good as your five minute stuff, but it's... Uh, okay. Uh, here we go. So we're talking about this, the space, the thing we're talking about. So um, The lifty Bernie. Lifty Bernie things. Lifty get yeah, yeah, there you go. Get in the dark spot. <laughs> uh, so Dustin is a NASA contractor. How long have you been doing that? Uh, about two years now. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And you build things that go into space? No, I service things that help things get into space. All right, it's, so it's close. a very big deal. Well, you, <laughs> but the things that help other things get into space still kind of have to go to space themselves, don't they? Or you uh, just... some of them? Okay. Yeah. What is what is your background? What is your schooling? What, what okay? Is... Well, uh, I had graduated from the University of Central Florida with a mechanical engineering degree, and uh, currently am attending the University of Central Florida for my master's degree in engineering management. Very cool. Mm. Very cool. So very there's cool. no there's no aerospace engineering involved. Uh, they're the same. It, okay. They're the same. There's just there's a slight more emphasis on drag in aerospace engineering. Mm, indeed. Yeah. I went, to, I went to Cupcake University, so I find all of this incredibly fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I also went to the University of Central Florida. I learned nothing. <laughs> Aww. To be fair, though, that was You not, learned so much about student loans. I learned, that's true. I learned a lot of things. I don't want to be clear. That was a very... Very important part of my education. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I don't, I don't blame oh. UCF for that any more than I blame any of our institutions. Mm. Um, I did learn a lot about air hockey. Yeah, but um, different than aerospace engineering. True, true. Uh, <laughs> not, not not nearly as profitable of a skill set. Um, <laughs> more of a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there was aerodynamics and physics involved. Okay? Yeah, true. it was it's very true. Coursework, conservation now, momentum. I did uh, oh, have one rocket that was left out of this uh, diagram here that really should have been included. I didn't get Mad Mike Hughes's um, steam-powered rocket. Oh, for shame! List. Did you? Hey, speaking of which, do we have any follow-up from the Mad Mike Hughes? By the way, with um, the crazy it's guy. It's really hard. That's our follow-up. He hasn't done it yet because it's really hard. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> of which course. brings us, I think, to the first and really the most important thing we need to talk the about. Most- the most pressing question. Uh, are you prepared to admit on camera mm-hmm. that finally that the earth is flat? No. Mm. The camera, I, don't, I, I, I don't. I have to keep up the. Oh, it's not a charade. Mm. It's, it's, not a, it's not a charade. <laughs> we're, we're, we're aware. This is, this is really Listen, we're, a we're, round we're, thing we're on. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Sure, round, but not a sphere. Got him. Oh. Got him. It's, it's more of an oblate spheroid. Bless you. These <laughs> big science words have distracted me. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so so what? So uh, we you jump back about uh, five, ten, five years ago, ten years ago, whatever. NASA here and the, as it exists, really kind of just gets their budget slashed horrifically. Yes, you get shut down. Just bad, bad news all the way around. Um, and and you know, being Central Floridians, being uh, citizens of Florida, you know, we have we have Cape Canaveral, which. Has you know does a little bit of spacey stuff, uh, <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. We have a whole coast called the a little space more coast. recently. Yeah, this, it's but, the yeah. spacey coast. It is the spacey coasty? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so they and the, the the thought was when they slashed the budget and they did all this stuff. The thought was of those who thought that this was not a t- completely terrible thing was that that private businesses would pick up the would pick up the slack would 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 revolutionize that the market would would pick up where the government was laying off and that the government was in fact um hampering development of these types of things that was their pitch yeah yeah mm-hmm. so we know and i'm not getting i'm not getting political here uh, but i will get historical on mm-hmm. you for a second because i do get historical yes uh his, speaking historically that never works um, so I'm curious here in this instance, you mean things don't trickle down? I'm confused. I no, just speaking historically, <laughs> that's, that is, that's history. <laughs> that's not how it typically plays out. So, uh, how did it work out for NASA? Okay. After, uh, you're talking about the, the shuttle decline, right? And when they, and they, when they, they went into, the shuttle program and went, started going into, uh, I think it was constellation that was after that, which was their, uh, the rocket program and. Then they had nixed that, and then they had started up with the SLS, which is what they're working on now with the Orion and EM1, EM2, and all of that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot more interest in, in uh, space flight now and versus private industry. How do, this is a very complicated topic here. Mm-hmm. So We don't bring in and talk about the easy stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> We actually had no idea if this was a complicated question or not, so we actually don't. don't I, really. I honestly think that bringing private industry in a much larger role in the integrated spaceport has kind of lit a fire under NASA. Okay. It, it, I think that it has uh, inspired them and has uh, given them the impetus to actually start pushing back in Washington for greater funding. Okay. That's that's what my personal belief is. Okay, because the shuttle. I mean, the shuttles in all. I mean, you know, in all candor, the shuttles that we that we that we, you know, we had seen. You know, the discovery and all these. Those things were way, way, way past their expiration date. I know a lot of engineers that would argue that point very vigorously. Okay, but they were they probably no more than cost, me. <laughs> they, they were not cost efficient, and that's what they were trying to do with going to the uh, the disposable rockets here. Mm-hmm. I guess reusable at this point is that uh, they're cheaper. Okay. They're, they're simply cheaper to operate and maintain. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, do you think that, um, you know, as somebody in the industry, do you think that we get? Uh, uh, the SpaceX and 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 the the Elon Musk and the Boeing and all these other guys that are now talking about racing to Mars and all of these things, the Falcon series. Does all of this happen if NASA's budget never gets cut like that? It's going to happen one way or another. I mean, NASA is is a great facilitator for private industry, and they're encouraging okay. them to come out and develop all of these things. They want that's that's one of the things that NASA is trying to encourage is diversity in. In space flight and having more than just SpaceX being able to deliver goods in the private sure. sector. Okay. And they've always worked with outside contractors always. for development well, of sure, these sure, things sure. like Boeing and things like that. But, I mean, do you get do you get the level of stuff that Elon Musk is talking about? Yeah, because you still have Elon Musk. 
Well, I mean, yeah. He was going to do what he was going to do. But the, Try stopping him. <laughs> well, but, what, no, but, but, but I guess my argument here is that you did not have a, an environment that was as conducive towards mm-hmm. an Elon Musk before this. And don't get me wrong. I mean, like, when, I, when I listened, I mean, I listened to that broad, I listened to that speech uh, where they announced this stuff, where Obama announced this stuff. I listened to that live, and it, and it broke my damn heart. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, and I, I, was, I was furious. Um, but I've watched what's happened to the space program in the years following that. And I mean, space program here from a global perspective, um, you know, not just NASA, but NASA and SpaceX and Virgin and, you know, these other guys that are now uh, aiming at space for, you know, for, for, for tourism, for exploration, for, for science and discovery, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And you did, you do see an uptick following it. Now, you know, correlation is not, uh, not causation, mm-hmm. but I, I think that there, I, I'm wondering if you, if you feel like there is a line there. Is, is there any kind of a, of a, you know, cause and effect? Well, I think Branson everything. had really already broken the seal on that, though, hadn't he? There's a lot of crossover between all of these these things. There's a lot of uh, one hand washing the other, and there's always sure. been that. So mm-hmm. SpaceX coming in is like an outsider, and they're they're kind of shaking everything up right now. They're, okay. they're, they're yeah. saying, okay, we're going to try something completely different and see right. how that works. And NASA's like, great, let's let's see what you can bring. And th- they've brought some uh, some very interesting ideas and some methods that other people are starting to really look at and say, wow, you know, maybe we should rethink our models. Gotcha. So it's. It's really a good thing that they're doing this, and encouraging private industry to come in and innovate is something they've always tried to encourage. That's fantastic. All right. So uh, uh, what would you say NASA is, you know, in, the, in a broad context, where, where do you feel like NASA is currently focusing on? Uh, turning Kennedy Space Center into a multi-user spaceport. And that's uh, that's something they've been trying to brand themselves with for a while now. And uh, I'm on board with it. And like we were discussing uh, before the show we were talking about how uh, Jeff Bezos is is uh, building his factory out there and is going to give uh, Elon a run for his money right there, and then Boeing's into it, and there's right. Sierra Nevada's playing too, and it, it's it's fostering a great uh, good competition. Good competition. It's almost and, like a new space race between billionaires. Yeah, and that, that, who's got and, the shiniest toy? Yeah, right. and, yeah. That was, and that was one of the things. Yeah, and, and that was going to be my question would be. Without Elon, what would we have? If Elon hadn't stepped into the ring and thrown a lot of money and a lot of talent at these at, at this industry, I mean, would we still have the Orion Project? Would we still have would Virgin Galactic still try I, to be? I a would player? argue we would still have the Orion Project and SLS and all of that stuff. But I do think that the the private industry would probably be about three four years behind where it is now. Now, what about no? You mentioned Branson, though. Mm-hmm. You know, Branson, uh, the guy heading up Virgin, Virgin Atlantic. Virgin Atlantic. Um, what, we haven't heard squad from him, though. Is he? He's doing Virgin Galactic. Mm-hmm. He had, he had a big uh, he had a big upset with one of his uh, spacecrafts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh. But it's still in the works. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I just and now of, he's doing Shark Tank. And now he's doing Shark Tank. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Moving up priorities. Is Shark Tank like the Dancing of the Stars of the CEO game? No. No. Okay. Have, have you not? I've watched Shark Tank. Okay. I don't really... It wasn't as exciting for me as I think it was for some other people. <laughs> I know a lot of people who just loved the show, and I was like, hmm. Angel okay. investors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Make people's dreams for, come true for a nominal fee. Yeah, for I'm as much as you right. love dad apps, I'm surprised that you don't like a show about investing in people's ideas. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, you know what? Now you got me started. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with angel investors and that term. That term is completely inaccurate. An angel investor makes it sound like they're there to support you and guide you and protect you, and they're not. They're there to buy up your entire idea and then maybe sell you back your own idea at a significant markup while they control everything you think, do, or shit. Yeah. So, what's that? Nominal, Nominal fee. fee. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I have a question, and maybe you can answer this and maybe you can't. But those are the in, two possibilities. In your, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna may, say maybe heads or tails. Maybe the Earth's round. Maybe it's a sphere. Maybe it's a diamond. Maybe it's a rhombus. Ooh, is the Earth Ooh. a rhombus? Rhomboid. Rhomboid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no sharp edges. Excuse me. <laughs> um, so, in your educated opinion, because obviously, out of all of us sitting in this room, you probably have the most credibility to even give any kind oh, of man, guess I'm on not this. Credible. <laughs> oh that's, no, we're making you credible. I'm, I'm right incredible. Now. Depends on the question. Incredible. Um, do you think that we will see? Because obviously, we have put rovers on Mars. We have we have been to Mars quote unquote, do you think that we will see in our lifetime human beings not necessarily maybe inhabiting as as Elon you know keeps saying is going to happen, but do you think we will see a Mars walk in our lifetime? If we can keep Earth in one piece, then yes, we'll be on Mars soon. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, we'll our lifetime. That's true. Actually, we may go to Mars with, we may colonize Mars completely like, due to lack of options. Right, so we, we gotta like, go. More like an abandoning Earth kind of thing. Whoops. <laughs> like that's Pull the lever. Got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys brought some stuff with you. Where are you? Um, we're going to get there. We're going to have a... Uh, like, what is this? Oh, that's a Tesla Roadster sitting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, we need a we... self-driving Mars rover, don't we? Yeah, it's a Tesla Roadster. <laughs> yeah. the, that's right. So, so we, I can't believe... I forgot, we forgot to mention yeah. this. So uh, Elon Musk has said before that he was going to launch his Roadster and mm-hmm. uh, was going to orbit Mars. Where was it going? It was going up into space. Yeah, like everything. Uh, yeah, he's going to launch it into space. And everybody kind of laughed a little bit. And then he showed an image of it loaded as a, a payload, part of the payload there. <laughs> and it still may be a joke, but we're like, ha, ha, ha. Is he going to send this Roadster to space? <laughs> he's that just is, trying to get home, man. That I, can I say right now, <laughs> that is the Send richest, whitest... That is the richest, whitest thing I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. <laughs> is this there. is this like breaking news? Like Elon Musk is ash- actually a Martian? He's like, yeah, yeah, guys, we're going to Mars. We're going to do it. I got to go home. <laughs> Give me a- he does look a little weird. Well, <laughs> wasn't it uh, Von Braun wrote that book about the, the Mars thing? And Elon Musk was actually like a name of a title in that book. So Elon was a thing that Von Braun wrote about in like the 40s. That's crazy. It's, yeah. He's a time traveler. Oh, he's fact a- check, fact check. <laughs> no, I was actually I was actually trying to look up the name. Of, he, he's like Von uh, Braun. Braun. Oh man, bringing it full circle. Elon Musk was in his flying saucer. Yep. Was like, yo, Guillermo, <laughs> you want to come to Mars with me? It's just a prototype. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was that comment. It was Guillermo del Toro coming out and saying that the flying saucer was lame. Elon Musk was like, I'll show you guys. Look at all this cool stuff I can create. It was Lola. I was actually trying to remember. So Phil Coulson, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He has his red. He has the red car that can go into space. Lola. Uh-huh. He has the red. I was trying to remember the name of the car. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so 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 NASA's trying to set up basically like a flex space for spaceships. Yes, and uh, they're not trying to set it up like an airport where they're just the the intermediary. It's just like land and launch from here. They want to be, or even like the FAA where they're just a regulatory 
commission mm-hmm. or something like that. They want to be fully involved and invested in all of these projects. So it's it's so it's how more. that how does that work? Like like let's say uh, uh, Branson's like, hey, I'm uh, put some rich dudes in orbit. What's NASA got to say? Well, how's NASA work with him on that? Um, well, he has to get rated for for a manned space flight, which is incredibly difficult. And okay. right now, uh, only the Soyuz can launch people. I think is the only thing that can bring mm-hmm. people up there right now. What are the Soyuz? Uh, Soyuz. Are the, 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 this is the Soyuz. The the Russian bad boy. The Ruskies. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. that's their version of the shuttle. So we're we're wholly dependent on the Russians to put our people in space. Wow, wholly yeah, it was a, dependent. It was a great plan. Uh, Seems like it. Yeah, yeah. no, everything. Well, luckily, American-Russian relations have never been better. Right. So, <laughs> and we, and if there's, I mean, we can absolutely trust them when we put American space <laughs> with our best and brightest. Absolutely. <laughs> there's no chance that they're going to use that to their advantage in any way, shape, or form. Not uh, one. Uh, so, how close are we to being able to send people to space ourselves? Oh man! It's like the only. It's like when you're only the only person you know who's got a car is that asshole down the street, right? You know, and you talking just, to me. No. <laughs> no, he's talking about Elon. Oh, okay. No, currently I'm talking about Russia. No, well, yeah. yeah, Putin's like, hey, can I get a ride? And Putin's like, nah, no, not happening. I'm gonna need or some like, cigarettes maybe, and gas you know, money. Yeah, yeah, always tells you like, oh yeah, sure. Like offers to give you the ride, and at the end, like, hey man, can you spot me twenty for gas? Right. Exactly. Like, what? This was or, your idea. Or brings it up all the damn time. <laughs> you never give me gas money. Exactly. You're like, well, I need a ride. Oh yeah. Well, you wanna, sir? You're, you're all over my case over Crimea, but when you need a ride on a spaceship, suddenly you can, <laughs> this whole thing. Suddenly we're buddies. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting geopolitical in this episode, motherfucker. So, the, how close are we to being able to do it ourselves? Um, anybody, anybody else other than the Russians? I can't. I cannot give you an actual official estimate. My personal belief would be twenty twenty four. That's not, that's not ideal. terrible. It's not ideal. Who's going to be the first one to get to be able to, to to do manned space flights again? I would hope that it is on the Orion because okay. I get to work on that bad boy. <laughs> mm, that would be fun, but. Uh, SpaceX has got a good shot at it. Okay. But they, they got so many hurdles with this manned space flight thing. It's it's a lot more complicated than people think it is. Really? Because I think it's incredibly complicated. Well, the 1950s are over. We can't just strap people to a rocket like Wile E. Coyote and <laughs> run away and light a fuse. Can't or won't? Won't. Can't, won't. All right. <laughs> all Words. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like, there's maybe... maybe Semantics. Let, you know. All I'm saying, let people decide for themselves that they want to be strapped to a giant well, bomb and hurled into the space. Mad Mike Hughes? Mad Mike's gonna do it. do it. Mad Mike's gonna do Have it. Have you heard you of Mad Mike you? Hughes? I don't know who this guy is. Okay, Mad Mike Hughes is a flat. Well, okay, he's a stunt man. First of all, mm. who built a steam-powered rocket that supposedly well, can launch him eighteen hundred feet into the air. Eighteen hundred okay. feet. And he feet? plans. Yeah. Okay. Is it scalable? <laughs> <laughs> he plans on launching this thing with himself inside of it to take pictures of the flat Earth. Yeah, to prove that from the Earth 1800 is flat. Yes. Yes, from eighteen hundred feet. Eighteen hundred feet. going to prove that the now, Earth is flat. You're going to point out God now, speed, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get a good view he, of the roof. He's gotten like eight hundred feet up before. Yeah, and no room for like, a parachute. Broke right? a few ribs on the way down. <laughs> right. That's true. Eighteen hundred feet is less than what you can get away with for for, for uh, so the minimum safe the minimum safe shoot distance is like. Like 8,000 feet? I don't even know. I have no idea. Was he got like a trampoline he's going to land on? What's his exit plan here? <laughs> well, apparently well, he, he didn't check with the, the FAA door. and he got, he got shut down because he didn't have permits. Oh, okay. And now he's working on finding a new location where he doesn't need a do permit. What should do is just get like 30 drones. <laughs> <laughs> do it like up with the, the, the balloons. You got well, what's, what's crazy is that like, I just I keep coming back to you. 
1,800 feet. Mm-hmm. So you mean like way lower than an airplane? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> We're talking like lower a, than a hot that? air balloon. Is that like right. a third of a mile? Right. You're not even. <laughs> you could almost see the curvature. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just get. That's that's one loop around a high school track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just up. Stretch it out. Yeah. That's put it up. I just really what kills me here is like a, use a use a weather balloon, man. Yeah. Strap <laughs> a camera to it. We like, have you know, technology. A hundred high school students have done for a goddamn science fair. Just strap a camera to a weather balloon and launch the bad boy. <laughs> but he's a stuntman. You don't even have to launch it. You just let go. <laughs> <laughs> That's It'll true. It'll take care of itself. <laughs> it does, it does got to do the work for you. Like, ta-da. Here's pictures. Is this you telling your kids, like, all right, guys, we're going to go launch a balloon. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> so why did John Glenn lie to us? That's what I want to know. Yeah, why, the whole thing is a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So, um... So Mars, uh, uh, what is your favorite? Uh, we're, we're, how are we doing on time? We're doing we're doing okay. Um, this holy shit! This episode is going to actually run like a respectable amount, like of time. a normal length episode. Hooray. What the? Uh, uh, what is your best guess, uh, or our best chance? I should say at faster than light travel. Um, having no mass. Okay, <laughs> sure I've, that I've got a lot of mass and it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. So, what's my next best story? What, which, I mean, there's there's a lot of theories we hear we hear tossed out there. I prefer the wormhole, yeah, as going around space time as opposed to through it. Okay, I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, do you think can we? Do you think we can create the wormholes ourselves, or do we have to use wormholes? Somebody else? Or we have to wait for the Russians. Stable ones. It's it'll be about five or six years. <laughs> until <laughs> until the Russians let us use theirs. Like, I don't know what the... <laughs> we well, they, only use the they do have the wormholes. DHT. The, the what? The dial-home device. Oh, damn it all. Yeah, the Russians have that, remember? Uh, who let them borrow that? Well, the, the, the Germans <laughs> found it originally in Giza, and then they took it from the Germans before World War II. Come on, dude. Duh. You were saying, Dustin. <laughs> no, I, I do think that the uh, the best way to go faster than light is to go outside of space-time because, well... We are mass, you know, and it's true. I yeah. noticed you used sarcasm quotes there. <laughs> um, what we, gives? we are round. <laughs> are we? <laughs> are we? We are. We are. <laughs> no, we absolutely are. Ow. Some of us are rounder than others. We're yeah. not flat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. This is a two-dimensional world. Uh, so, do you think like stable wormholes though? Like those? Yeah, it'll be centuries. Okay. Centuries. No, oh. we're, we're stuck where we're at. So we might as well pick up our litter and not into it. Not into it. <laughs> not into it. <laughs> Can't do it. Nope. Right, we'll just have to colonize another planet then. There we go. Mars yeah. looks great. Mars yeah. looks uh, no problems a little arid and rocky, but you know whatever. So, so is Colorado. It's very yeah. popular. Let's do yeah. this thing. Solar cell or E drive? What, what's your preference? I like the nuclear ones. Hmm. I like the the plutonium ones that was on uh, New Horizon. They're, they're not the, going to do that again, though. No. No. Why is that? It's it's too risky. People think it's too risky. Let me let me put it like that. I'm sorry. Time out. Time out. Back up real quick. Yeah. So this because I'm not familiar with the nuclear nuclear drive thing. So uh, uh, I'm assuming we have some form of nuclear power plant type thing attached to the. Yeah, it, it kind of shoots out. Like a sub. Uh, yeah, it, it shoots out little bits of mass. And okay. Little bits of matter from it, and it's got what is it, a shelf life of like forty, forty five, fifty years. Okay. Of just continuous energy generation before it cools off. And how 
It's kind of like an ion how, drive, right? What's that? Kind of like an ion drive? Something like that, yeah. Okay. And how fast can you get going with that bad boy? Uh, you can get that bad boy going up to seven or eight miles an hour. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, I can outrun it. No. Yeah. Okay, so but I mean, obviously you mark. must be able to get a, a, up to a pretty good clip, right? Yeah, you know, and uh, it's, it's great when you're outside of any kind of... any. What are we doing? <laughs> Talking to Siri, apparently. Tell Siri not to interrupt. All right. Please continue, Justin. I'm so sorry. I'm Please ignore Siri. No, I mean, when you get outside of a certain range, then uh, solar solar power is useless. I mean, you're, right. just, you're just like a starry night sky. You can't get any energy from it. And uh, solar what about sales. Yeah, I mean, but you have to get the energy from somewhere. True. Ooh. So I, I want to... Okay, so some kind of nuclear propulsion system. Is that's what we're that's the one I like. Okay, so the concern here is that it's nuclear and therefore dangerous? Uh, in case of failure of the launch vehicle, mm-hmm. then we have this uh, essentially what they would consider to be a dirty bomb falling back to Earth. And oh, people, falling back to Earth. And people don't like mm-hmm. that idea. Okay. It, it has a slightly problematic or two. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were concerned about it in space, like the radiation in space. And oh, I'm like, no, we, I, there's a few other areas of radiation in space before we start worrying about the one on the back uh, of the we'll, ship. We'll you throw remember that? all of our garbage in space. We don't care about space. <laughs> remember that highlight reel that Elon put out a few weeks back? Yeah. Of all the explosions? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Make one of those nuclear. No, that'd be bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I wanted to support you, Dustin. I have some concerns about strapping a dirty bomb, and that's. I'm really anti-dirty bombs. I think just... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead that's, and... That's a contentious point you're taking. Uh, uh, official no, Geek Sakes yet another, another, Yet another contentious... For Hot, take. Take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Anti-dirty bombs. I'm full of it. We're anti-dirty bombs. What else are we anti? Oh, we're anti-slavery. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that's we, had to, we had to officially announce we were anti-Nazi as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, boom. I don't care. I don't care. And Gamergate. <laughs> come oh, at me. Come at me. Oh, yeah, we're anti-Gamergate. Fight, sure. fight me. Yeah, exactly. Sad puppies. Oh, yeah, anti-sad puppies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that, was the, that was the Hugo Award version of Gamergate. Mm-hmm. Sad puppies are a bad thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're actually also anti-rabbits for a completely different reason. Uh, okay. okay, so anything else we should... <laughs> it's a story for another time, I guess. It is. I just made that up. <laughs> so what are you working on right now that you're allowed to talk about? Uh, okay, upcoming. We had Our team had just gotten back from... Uh, where is that? That was up in Maryland at Goddard Space Flight Center. We were working on the Parker Solar Probe. We're getting that guy ready to, to be launched. I believe that's scheduled for July of this, this year. They're going to bring it down here to Kennedy Space Center. We're going to fill it up, and we're going to shoot it into space. And what's, it, what's the Parker Solar Probe going to go do? Uh, Parker Solar Probe is going to do a couple of flybys of Venus and uh, start whipping around into this huge elliptical. Yep, there she is. This huge elliptical <laughs> orbit, and it's going to go in between Mercury and the sun, and it's going to get up there real close and personal with this carbon-carbon shield. With with Mercury or the sun? Uh, with the sun. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's going to skim inside the sun, I believe. As you can Whoa. see, it's it's near the sun. It's, it is. Right there on the swag. Because uh, I'm Dustin brought us swag. Oh. Mm-hmm. Future guests. He brought us the yeah. sun. <laughs> yeah, guests. Where he brought us, he brought us the with, sun with all of is, the information about the Parker Solar Probe. Also on flat. The sun. Can we not be this? The sun also flat <laughs> <laughs> and really small and really close. Yeah. Yeah. Al, you're the worst. <laughs> I mean, the great thing about uh, this no. mission to the sun is it's only like eight thousand feet above us. <laughs> right. So it's not that far to go. 
It's not that right. big a deal. That's why. That's why. That's why uh, planes fly through the sun all the time. And you know where it's always going to be. It's always going to be on the equator. Exactly. Yeah. Directly above us. Mm-hmm. The sun is up. That's where it always goes. Uh, this thing is is actually pretty incredible because it's going to be the fastest thing that humans have ever created, is my understanding. Whoa! What's a, what, what are you guys projecting a top speed at? Uh, we're going to have a top speed of about uh, 0.5 past light speed. Yeah. But have you guys heard about plus two? The Tesla Roadster. Wow. That's a close second, but this guy, I believe they said, is going to go about 120 miles per second. Ooh, Whoa. Good God. Yeah, that's. I was like, 120 miles? Fast. That's not a. Oh, per second. Never mind. That's, <laughs> that's just really fast. I think the next closest thing, I, uh, don't quote me on this, but you're probably going to do it anyway. It's the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think oh, no, it's absolutely. one of the Voyagers. And I think Voyager, Voyager. was going at about 42, 48 miles per second. Hmm. So we're like tri- we're tripling. Not how does that, my tiny non-science female brain doesn't comprehend how that happens. <laughs> Those words came out of Liz's mouth. <laughs> only Liz's mouth. Only Liz's mouth. None of us are saying anything about that portion of it at all. Like I just picture that as teleportation at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like that's in like one from... second it's 120 miles away, and now I can no longer like it poofed. Mm-hmm. Like that's poofing. Yeah, it's it's this that thing, is poofing. Is, that actually is that the scientific term? It's put this thing poofs. Yeah, right. There's a word. The space. word zoom appears across the poof. Like a bam, just super fast. No, like, that's that's from Tampa to Kennedy Space Center in one second. That's uh, uh, it's, it's unfathomable. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yes, I'm not fathoming right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's fresh out of fathoms, folks. Um, so that's done by what? Whipping around. Uh, yeah, there's uh, a lot of gravity assists that Venus, are involved. Like, so Venus like, spins up, yeah. go, picks up speed going around Venus, but then shoots off. Yeah, and it's uh, a lot of complicated math that's well above my uh, comprehension. Well, they, got, they got smart people that can do it. For, well, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I, it'd be it's, really weird if all of NASA was just guesswork up to this point. <laughs> a couple of computers and slide rolls. Right. You know. And one really, really lucky son of a bitch. Now, yeah. how does that mission end? Does this end with it, it sending back information and then crashing into the sun? Or we're not telling the the probe what its final purpose is yet. Uh-huh. Like the uh, it's fine like, for fear like that it will on, rebel. Like the poor, yeah. like, like the poor <laughs> rover that sings itself happy birthday every yeah. year. Well, we'll come get you in about six eight months, buddy. All Take I think care. about is the, is the episode of Rick and Morty where the robot passes butter. What's, what is what? my purpose? <laughs> you pass butter. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a great bit. I love that one. Like that's, oh no! Now I'm sad for the for the sun probe. No, there's nothing more tragic than that Mars rover singing itself "Happy Birthday" every year. Every year. Yeah. That is the saddest goddamn the thing. Scientists are like, uh, shouldn't you have died like five years ago? <laughs> it's still no, it's alive. Under promise, over deliver. Uh, all right. So so. It's got carbon shielding to keep it from I'm a, spontaneously combusting. Mm-hmm. Yes, and all of its instrumentation has to be behind that shield because if it comes outside of that shield, it'll just be disintegrated. Yeah, ever yeah. seen sunshine? Is that the is that the one where the guy's on this thing and he slowly exposes himself to more and more and more of the sun? Yeah, until the, he goes insane. Yeah, and, he, the guy that does yeah, that uh, twenty eight days later, he yeah. made a really good sci fi flick about that. Basically, a sun shield ship. They have to reignite the sun. Yeah, there are six of us who have seen that. Wow. Seven, yeah, but seven saying, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you saying in like in like where you work, or like just in the world in general? There's period. No there's period. Six of us. Ever. Yeah, that's <laughs> including the actors and the people yeah. who manufactured the movie. Right. Half the, the actors didn't even see it. They're like, oh, <laughs> it was a good movie. That's that's good for you, man. I'm I'm happy for you. There's it's amazing how many that. Stargate references I'm having to hold back <laughs> in this episode. I'm letting some fly, but I'm holding. I was going to so say, God, if this is you holding back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's going to fly into the sun. 
Uh, yes, close to it. We're gonna like skim the surface. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Is it gonna like? Like a carbon shielding, like bucket it can stick out. Should I grab some on the way, or is that not a? No, that's a Cyrus Rex. That was the one that we had sent up. A... Holy shit, you're serious. <laughs> well, not not the sun though. This is going to uh, the asteroid Bennu. Oh they, no, no, no 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 no! I want no. I want to scoop a sun. Yeah, you he want wants a pocket, pocket full of sunshine. Of sunshine. I want a Damn it! You beat me to it. <laughs> I want a pocket a pocket full of sunshine. Um, that's that's going to be horribly painful. Okay. Well, don't <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life. Let's do that first of all. First of all, don't tell me the one. Uh, awesome. So after Parker, we got what, what's up next for you after Parker? Uh, before Parker Solar Pro, before that one, we got uh, what is it? That is Tess. Tess is the uh, the payload that's supposed to be going up, I believe. Is that Elon's Roadster? No, that's okay. that's a Tesla. Yeah. Ah, okay. My, that's, that's that's my, my mistake. Version. My mistake. Thanks. A Tess is a transorbital exoplanet sur- sur- survey satellite. There you go. I got it. Mm. Good for you. Yeah. Proud of you. Now, yeah. what is that? <laughs> it's going to measure you. the ice wall. My, <laughs> my understanding is that it's, uh, its purpose is to discover and verify exoplanets. Oh. Yeah. So. Exoplanets being the ones like way the hell out there. Yes. All right. Way out there in other, other star systems. Just way, way, just way the hell yep. out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Very, 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 very important question for you. Yeah. How do you feel about Pluto? Pluto is a planet. Yay. What? Oh. You heard it here. Oh. What? That makes my heart so happy. Oh, it's such an arbitrary label. We can call anything a planet we want. Uh, I'm a planet. You're making. Sh- stop talking. You're making it less. You're making. But aren't it less there like fun. forty things out there that are bigger than Pluto? <laughs> yes, but their orbits aren't nearly as stable around the sun, and this and that, and this and that. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a bunch of reasons, and also I was always Deal told that, it. so that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, mm. don't, look, don't challenge my look, assumptions. On my that. my mom served us nine pizzas. Yeah. All right, mm. not like so, my mom served us nan. Although though nan is delicious, <laughs> <laughs> like a garlic naan. I don't know what I think. Nutella can we use that? Put gamete in there so it can be garlic naan. I don't know how that would work, but I'd like. I like. I just love garlic naan. That may be uh, the. That may not be the point here. My favorite part Probably here not. is that we we are assuming that our opinions matter to science. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Wait. I feel it's a planet. So I whoa. feel like Pluto's whoa, 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 whoa. a planet. Of course, my opinions matter to science. <laughs> That's why I started doing a podcast so they can yeah. get my opinions more readily. That's right. Rather than having to call me all the time, so that science can get your opinions. Right, so that science. Hello, science. This is That's one of our. I'd like to share what I think with you. <laughs> no, no, no. Science calls me. I'm like, I hey, Al. Write. This is science. A strongly worded letter to my senator about this. <laughs> <laughs> See where that gets me. Uh, about as far as our opinions on Pluto, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So that. So what? Uh, anything else that we should know about? Anything else that that our our listeners should uh, know about NASA, space, interstellar travel, aliens? Orion is going to be awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about it. It's 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 going to do a lot of good things for humanity. Fantastic. And when and when what's 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 that timeline looking like? Uh, I think the the next one is supposed to be in late 2019. Cool. And uh that's going to be unmanned. Okay. And uh we'll go up there and I'm not exactly sure the mission parameters, but I think it's more of a a proofing mission for the manned one that's coming gotcha. after that EM2 getting ready. Mm-hmm. The point where we can actually send our own people send our, space. send our people up and have to we're go gonna, ask Putin. <laughs> yeah, please, sir. Putin, can I? Putin, can I borrow? Can I borrow the Soyuz? No, you cannot borrow the Soyuz. Let's just the whole thing. You know, I'm going to my room. <laughs> I don't need you. I get. I can get this. I can get there if I want. Elon, <laughs> Elon, you take me to space, please. Uh, so, we just need more steam. 
Obviously. <laughs> it's just all, all, we're doing this all wrong with yeah. this fuel and the thing, whatever. Just steam rowing up there. That's 1,800 fine. feet. It's really not cutting it. That's maybe not for you. <sighs> all right. That's going to do it. So, uh, Dustin, awesome. Hey, thanks, man. Awesome. I enjoyed the conversation. No, I, we're we're thrilled to actually get somebody who knows who knows what they're talking about here. That's right. Because uh, usually we just make shit up mm-hmm. and try to pass it off as facts. So it's nice to have somebody to. Well, this whole time I've had my fingers crossed under the table. So. Oh, <laughs> start over. Let's back it up. Let's start this again. One hands on the table this time. You got me this time. Well played, Lord. Uh, all right. So for B roll, we thought we would do um, because there really just wasn't a whole lot else happening. Uh, unless we wanted to, and I think we promised it. That's we true. did. We promised it. We, so for B roll, we're going to do a little Christmas gift show and tell. Hey, Merry uh, Christmas, guys! Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! And, and Happy New Year, because by the no, it won't be New Year by the time it's, people are listening to this. Well, well before we record again, it'll be New Year. It'll true. be New Year's Eve, Eve Eve. Did everybody miss Boxing Day? Today's Boxing Day. Today is Boxing Day. What the tomorrow. hell is Boxing Day, guys? Canadian Christmas. Yeah, it's when everybody just Scottish. stands up and beats the snot out of each no, other. No, it has something to do with. <laughs> It put, it it's like regifting it's, day. Yeah. It's literally Boxing Day. It's not like Boxing Day, but like no, I, know, I, I know it's not Hitting Day. <laughs> Hit it. When's Hitting Day? <laughs> Come here. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't even yeah, know. right. Like what? Where are you going with this? I don't, I don't know. I just it was, it was the somebody's, joke was there. I went for it. Somebody take the bourbon away from Al, please, and escort me out of the building. <laughs> Good luck with the bourbon thing. Actually, They're escorting you out is fine. Uh, new Christmas gift show and tell. So I guess Liz, you didn't really get much, right? Yeah. No. Just a dumb switch. Go ahead. I got my switch, guys. There you go. <laughs> so uh, pretty. So who who got you a switch? My mom Aww. and my dad. Sa- Santa. <laughs> Santa got Santa? me a switch. Backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> so were you playing? You're playing Breath of the so Wild. I am. I am. I'm the hat like. Hashtag late to the party Liz over here. I'm like you guys didn't play the new Zelda game. <laughs> well, you beat us to it. So you're well, still fair, very true. It's incredible. Um, it is probably the greatest. So it's, it's, I mean, obviously anybody listening, if you, I mean, you, you know, you already know if you're a switcher, is that the thing? So is that the thing? It? I don't know. I think is I that just like made people that up. who are on Twitter are called twits. <laughs> <laughs> he's too, he's too right about that. Yeah. Right. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at for geeks. <laughs> That's the, the number four. Number four. Huge. <laughs> Two S's. Say hello to all the twits out there. Um, but yeah, no, so it's, I, so they really, I mean, they, God, they really changed the gameplay. Like it's still, it still has, you know, the, the storyline that you love. I mean, obviously like Hyrule's in peril and no, oh, no, Ganon's back and we gotta kill him again. But the, they changed the gameplay. So it's like, it's like World of Warcraft meets, meets Zelda. Like it's completely open world. You pick up weapons. You don't have to like, you know, beat this dungeon to get this specific weapon. Like you find cool weapons oh. anywhere you can, but they break. Mm. Like, but, but it's, you know, it's constantly replenishable. Things respawn in different areas. There's side quests. There's, it's, it's incredible. I'm, I'm so obsessed with it and I never want to do anything else with my life or my free time (laughs) ever again, other than play this game. And that's pretty much what I've been doing. I've I've already deleted all of my dating apps because who needs that? Because (laughs) now I have Zelda. And so, yeah, it's, I'm the happiest. Who needs a man when you get Link? Exactly. (laughs) Truth. He doesn't doesn't say much, but. Can you catch the pokey bugs on that? The po- with the what? The pokey bugs. No. No. Are you? Just, are you? Do you not? Is this? Is that's he... what they're called, right? <laughs> He's, the pokey bugs. That's what I heard. <laughs> I support Dustin. Pokey bugs. Change your proof. But yeah, um, I'm very excited. So, so how's the battery life? It's actually pretty incredible. I left with it on Christmas Day or on Christmas Eve, or no, on Christmas Day, and I I had it with me 
majority of the day on Christmas Day, and it it didn't. I mean, I got probably to the end of the night last night, and it was like, hey, psst, you might want to plug it in. So they got some decent battery life yeah, on that thing. It, yeah, it lasts for for a really long time. All right, which is great. All right, have you any other games on it yet? No, just just the just Zelda. All right. Very cool. Which I can imagine that it's going to take me forever because it's so expensive and there's so much to do. Nice. Uh, and the ma- really cool. When and the main quest are, is very hard. When, when they're all so immersive like that. Yeah. 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 It's it's amazing. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Dan? What'd you uh, What'd you pick up? Well, I I've now officially caught up to our uh, former co-host uh, technology wise, and I got a smartwatch. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So, so which uh, which did you go with the Apple? No, no, it's not the Apple one, but it is Apple. What? Compatible. Compliant. What right. is it? I don't even know what brand it is. Oh, you're the worst. It's just a, a black watch. I don't know. <laughs> nice. All but right. I like it. Very <laughs> cool. Very cool. Anything else, anything else new and special for you? And I get my Targaryen flask. That's very cool. That is pretty badass right there. I'm, yeah. pretty, I'm pretty jealous like of that. that. Not going to lie. With some crack and rum in it. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. See what you did there. Mm-hmm. I, see you <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. how, how do you get alcohol into a flask? Uh, Carefully. There's a little uh, funnel. Where sometimes comes with it? Oh, okay. Not like it. Like, well, to be not like a funnel like pops. I'm I'm picturing like a you press a button and it's like you also. If you're not watching the YouTube, obviously my sound effects perfectly described. Absolutely. Fun fact: you actually don't have to get a specific like like flask funnel. Right. You can just use any funnel. I use the one in my garage that I use for the oil the oil changes. That explains a lot. Boom. Me too. Actually. It gives it a nice flavor, you know, oh. little aromatics. Yeah, the mouthfeel on that's really slippery, though. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little, you know, but it glides. So you do. Uh, I, um, I, uh, I got, I actually, I'm, I brought several of my Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. I'm rocking a new Star Wars shirt. Very mm-hmm. nice. I got a selection of um, geek T-shirts, which I believe was my wife's way of saying throw out those old ratty ass geek T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. uh, but she knows that the best way to do that is to buy me new geek T-shirts. Because I only like what's new. So uh, I'll just toss the old one. Um, also, they're getting, in her defense, embarrassingly ratty. <laughs> Not that that By ratty, he me. means tight. Well, tight and like... <laughs> the thing, I, 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 when I, I was like When I like one of my dork shirts, I just wear it and wear it and wear it until it just like falls apart on mm-hmm. me. Um, it just disintegrates. Just like just pieces of it just fall off. <laughs> so I've got a new one now, uh, and I'm pretty excited about it. I picked up that. I actually, uh, me and Poe hanging out. Got my little, for those of you on the YouTubes, uh, on the tubes that are used, uh, we got, we got some, just stop we it. got some, <laughs> we got some Poe bobblehead action going on. Uh, what, 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 what? Hold it up, Al. I'm very excited. You, you hold took it, it out of oh, the box. You can't, like, can't see it. Oh, there we go. You can't play with it if it's in the box. Yeah, you got a little, what I love the most about this is this guy's rocking the five o'clock shadow thing. You like the little scruffy beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciate that very much. Sub boss. Oh, Poe. Spitting image. I know, right? I wish. I wish a quarter. Where's your blaster? Um, That's an impolite question. I'm sorry. It's there's a lot. I also got rum. Nope, whiskey. Mm-hmm. I got whiskey. I was given. <laughs> this is not the bottle of Clyde Mays that I was given for Christmas. But I wasn't going to bring that big bottle with you because you people, <laughs> you people destroy whiskey. We've been, um, we've been. You've been very mild mannered this episode. I'm, I'm also I'm also getting over the flu, so I'm. We not, also don't like, have 15 oh. shot glasses. Yeah, I, no, was, it was it was it was quite some time ago. Uh, yeah, so I got yesterday. The, <laughs> I got the, <laughs> It was three hours ago. <laughs> it was. It's actually Better. now. I'm still sick now. But <laughs> um, yeah, so I got that, and then uh, um, I got a handful of other yeah, little little this and that and all stuff. But I was I was really excited. And we got uh, two Sega Genesis Classic Editions in my house. Ooh. Oh, good! Because oh, cool. somebody got me one, and I got my son one. 
Nice. Oh. Actually, I like that because now you don't have to share. Share. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I was like, I can has. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I had, so I had, we have the SNES Classic and I had Super Mario World and I'd gotten all the way to the um, Vanilla Dome mm-hmm. stage three. And uh, I'd saved it. I saved all of my games on, on the third option. All of my games, anything I'm playing on the SNES Classic, I saved the third option so that my kid who's four doesn't accidentally erase it. Motherfucker erased my game. Oh no! Mm. <laughs> but luckily, the the SNES, as SNES. I sometimes call it, uh-huh. uh, has an automatic save and rewind feature. So it actually saved a previous game on this little like screen capture thing, oh, so you can nice. rewind it. Oh, thank God! So I managed to go yeah. back and only lost like three or four stages. But I got to go back and redo a good chunk of Vanilla Dome. That's that's unfortunate because yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So what, what are you going to do I with the kid? have to play That's more video games. <laughs> oh, darn. Uh, I don't, I don't, what, what's the fate of this child now? I haven't decided yet. He doesn't mm. know that I'm coming for him. Mm. So. <laughs> Proper saving techniques, um, lessons. I just but don't, how, how lucky don't is touch your, my shit. How lucky is your child that you, he has parents that truly understand? Like, mom, I can't pause this. <laughs> You need to come to dinner that, right now. No, I, not, I literally cannot. No, see, but that's the thing. Not anymore. Because, like, I was playing, uh, I played this, I, it's actually literally called Retro Shooter on my phone. <laughs> and it's, and it has, like, it's like a little old 1941 style arcade game, you know what I mean? Where you fly around a little jet and you blow up on the little things. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be like Duck Hunt, but there were geese. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, <laughs> so you, geese? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, These are the worst. Like I, so like I'm playing this game, and you literally have to like put your finger on the little thing, and it goes around and it shoots and whatever. And like I will literally just turn off my phone and walk out, and it will pick back up exactly where I'm at the next time I I, I turn it back on. Like there is no more like no saving areas. You just yeah. turn it off and come back. Yeah. It'll be there. Except uh, multiplayer online, I can't pause other people's true as much as yeah. I'd like That's to. True. That's much true. I'd like to is like you guys just hold that thought. Yeah, can everybody pause? No more fighting, Overwatch strangers. Hey, hey guys, I, uh, everyone, everyone, stop talking about my mom. <laughs> he just yells out, "Time out, time out!" Everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa, okay, okay, freeze!" So you just see everybody standing around with their guns pointed at people. So Car. what was the best uh, geek gift Car. that you gave? Here's the thing, cricket. Oh, I gave actually. I gave. Um, I gave my stepdad a Google Home. Okay. Yeah. I Google like, count. I don't. I don't give gifts to anything but children at this particular stage. Like, mm-hmm. I gave my wife a handful of things, but it's basically all just kids. Like, I don't, I mean, my wife and I got each other. I mean, if we total up what we spent on each other, it is like a quarter of what we spent on the children. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, we got some T-shirts, and I got her, like, some some stuff, uh, uh, like a coffee pot, because the coffee pot was terrible and i didn't realize this I don't, I don't drink coffee yeah. and so she's so she asked me to make her a pot of coffee and i'm like yeah sure so i go to i go to make the pot and i hit start it's like two days before christmas i hit start and i walk away because i know how to make coffee you know and i and i hear it go through the little thing and little gurgles or whatever and i go back to go pour her a cup because she's busy with the kids and the coffee pot's still completely empty Ooh. and i'm like the hell so i open up the top and I'm like, and all of the the, yeah. the coffee is still sitting in the filter. It hasn't gone anywhere. Just all piled up right there. Luckily, it was only like four cups, so it didn't overflow. But I'm just saying, going, did I do I not know how to make coffee anymore? I'm not that hard. It's the grounds, <laughs> the water, and you hit the start button. What the hell am I doing here? So she she oh well, that happens to this pot sometimes. I'm like, what do you mean it happens? You just have to man, you just have to hold the pot and push it up a little bit, and it'll go down. And so I do that, and I'm holding the pot, and I'm watching the coffee drip, and I'm like, 
what the fuck is we doing this? There's got to be a better way. So then it got it got one step worse. So the thing drips all the way down into the pot, and I finally have the pot of coffee to pour her the pot of coffee. So I go and get her coffee cup, and I go to pour the coffee into the cup, and the coffee just like doesn't pour right, and it just dribbles down the coffee pot all over the counter. And I'm again thinking, am I an idiot? Like, what the hell? I know how to pour things. I mean, coffee may be a little rough, but I'm really good at pouring things. And so I said, I'm like, I just made a mess. I'm so sorry. And she goes, oh, it happens with that pot all the time. It just, I don't know why it does that. I'm like, we can get you a new coffee pot. We don't have to live like this. Seriously, like, we're not, I'm not saying we're money or anything. Old Sparky. We, can, we have the technology. <laughs> it's like how I met your mother. Old Sparky. Exactly. Like, we can spare a 20 to get you a decent goddamn coffee pot. Oh Did it God. shock you when you hit the, 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 the oh, start God. button? I'm, I'm imagining Allie's like that guy in the infomercials like, <laughs> why isn't this working? I did. I, like, I did. I like, I left, I left that day and went and bought a coffee pot. Like that's the kind of gifts that we're giving. So everything else has been for the kids. Now I yeah. did. Uh, you didn't give your kids anything geeky? Uh, no. Well, we, we gave them like some stuff, but I'm still trying to like lure them slowly. Mm. Uh, so it's a lot of like, we're watching Ninja Turtles together. We're watching Avatar together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're like, I'm teasing. How do they like the blue cats? Um, <laughs> you know, that's not what I mean. <laughs> You know that's not what I, I mean. Avatar The Last Airbender got that <laughs> shit that Pocahontas like, wannabe. The sequel? The-, I will, the sequel to Avatar is Korra and you cats. know it. Um, but no, I, uh, I, I, yeah, that's, that's like, that's like it. So I'm just, he's only four and I don't want to scare him off of it. But mm. he does have nothing but Star Wars PJs nice. and underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, we're getting him there. We're getting okay. him there. Yeah. I got actually some Star Wars stuff for my son. Uh, there was this well, cool he's nine, right? Yeah. Okay. They've, they've got this, the, the, the force link thing. It's like a bracelet that you wear on your arm. And when you pick up a character that has like the little logo on the foot, it makes the sounds and like says their lines. So you pick up Poe and it'll say one of Poe's lines. Oh, nice. You pick up the thing, cool. you know, and then like, it'll make like lightsaber sounds. And what's the, what's like one of the beginning lines from... I have a message from your mother. A message from your mother. <laughs> I don't know spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Uh, so that's pretty what, cool. Ivan, what about you, man? What'd you get for Christmas? I got a tie. Like a tie fighter? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I got a um, I got a stormtrooper tie. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Nice. We're, 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 so that was nerdy. I didn't get too much nerdy stuff. Uh, got some new uh, studio headphones. Nice, nice. Yeah. So I totally forgot to bring them. <laughs> I was going to say you were in the studio. You did not bring those headphones. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I didn't take anything out of the back. It was. It was. So many people, so much alcohol, just it it was a mess. So uh Wow, your Christmas sounds a lot like mine with my children. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so many people, so much alcohol. <laughs> so Such a mess. <laughs> no, every, everything <laughs> is like still in boxes. It just got piled up and, and put away and we just crashed. So nice. Because we all had to work today. So. Yeah. I didn't really give any nerdy gifts, but I did make the most perfect goddamn prime rib I've ever made in my entire mm. life. Awesome. Mm. Let me surprise Proof or it just happened. Win. I, I mean, there's pictures. We we ate it. I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's good. It's gone. I, the, 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 big, the, big, the big thing that I really... I, I'm, I'm staring at right now. I've actually staring at two different board games that I'm really dying for. Mm. Uh, uh, one is Twilight Imperium 4. So Twilight Imperium, for those of you who've listened to the show for a long time, may recall, is the... Is this like the one that's like an eight, like 18-hour gameplay? It's only about 13 to 14 Whoa. hours. You play a high school girl that falls in love with a vampire, and then a werewolf. Which I can't even talk, because I literally was like... <laughs> Whoa, that was really, really slow on the uptake on that one, but I get it. I get it. And you spent 12 hours deciding. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, you, no, no, you don't. You pick the werewolf. And, it's not hard. And biting you your... clearly pick the werewolf. Whoa, 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 it's whoa. It's not really Calm a werewolf. It looks more like a llama. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he looks like somebody took their finger right here in between his eyes and just pressed really hard. Get it in there. Yeah, yeah. still much better than a sparkly goddamn vampire. Listen, here's a pedophile to begin with. Edward was beautiful. <laughs> Jacob was also beautiful. Eh, he was a hothead. I don't know. I've never seen any of them. <laughs> Point is, you, wait a minute. Have you seen Twilight? I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a no backpedaling now. Al, we're no, on no. to you. Oh, he had no, a bunch listen. of dudes with their shirts off. Of course, he's seen it. <laughs> listen, you know I got no shame in any of this shit. I watched about uh, uh, a half of the first movie. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. My wife fell in love with the series and was reading them, and she was whatever, and just went girl crush on them all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then she and a couple of her friends were all watching them and whatever else. And so I, uh, she's like, you know, it's not so bad. You have to sit down and watch. Come try it. <laughs> oh, and it's I not said, so bad. The lies what you tell. And I, and I said, okay, fine. So I sat down and I watched about half of the first movie before I looked at her and said, I cannot do this and walked out. This hurts me. <laughs> it does. I can't. I just I was so annoyed with it and just so annoyed with the whole thing. Uh, so no. Um, but uh, uh, fun fact, if you get really, really drunk, inebriated, <laughs> we'll use that word. Uh, you'd think that it would make the movie better. No, it no. doesn't. No, you can't follow the plot. The, then it no, doesn't. The only thing that makes the movie better is the stop button. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Anyway, Twilight Imperium uh, is a is the big mega mega board game. Their fourth edition. Oh right, we're out. talking about <laughs> so that is Not like Twilight. a twelve thirteen hour board game, and uh, uh, that one I really like to play. The other one is Seafall. Um, which is a a legacy game in the spirit of Pandemic Legacy or Risk Legacy. And you fall into the sea. Um, Sort of the uh, but you Kevin Costner was there. Different different game, but I like where your head's at. But Seafall is a legacy game in that when you as you play the game, the, the board permanently changes. Like in Risk, Risk Legacy, there are cards that you physically rip up and throw away, and there are stickers that you put on the board so that you can never play it the same way again. Like that's what a legacy game does. Oh, um, okay, and they're incredibly interesting and impressive games. Uh, but you, it requires uh, you to find the same people and play with them on a regular basis. And I don't have time for all that shit. So uh, I, just, I thought you were going to say, and I don't have friends. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got like three of those, uh, which is, I think is enough for people, <laughs> right? But I can't, I can't commit to like. I mean, the show is the only commitment I can really manage right now. Aww. And yes, that includes my marriage. So uh, <laughs> that's going to do it. Let's go ahead, and I think it's time to do Liz's mom. Let's do we got to do Liz's mom. Do Liz's mom. Oh, mom. Christmas edition. I don't know this bit. Uh, we don't have. We don't have a Christmas edition. Which oh. she, laugh hysterically she when she, she didn't finishes. send me a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 tell, this one. I'll not... tell you when you're older. Um, <laughs> hey guys, why can't you take a polygraph test a second time? Because they simply can't be relied upon. Oh, <laughs> re. Lied upon. Uh, I see the light bulb kind of like fizzling. So uh, Patreon.com. It's not that I don't understand it. So they didn't get it. I just didn't want it. Oh, that's what she said. No. Me too. No. No. Patreon.com. Please. Slash for geek's sake. Uh, We do Liz's mom every week because Liz's mom uh, gives us like $25 a week or something. $20. $20. 20, 20. It's twenty dollars a month. A she month, pledges twenty dollars a, 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 a month on the Patreon, uh, and so it buys her a bit every week. Oh, okay. So she yeah. she gives us one terrible joke, 
Yeah. And we have to, uh, I have to allow it to be read. She doesn't give us a terrible joke. She gives no, us a pun. That was a good one. She gives us a pun and That's Al hates said. puns because Al's a curmudgeon. Oh, okay. Let's try one, Al. <laughs> Hashtag truth. What is, what is brown and sticky? A stick. Oh, bro. <laughs> you, you have not paid uh, $20 a month. You owe us $20 <laughs> yeah, for that really, shit. Or at least five. I mean. Right? Uh, so that's. I actually that's, hadn't heard that one before. Let's do, <laughs> I, love, I love how you're like. Uh, uh, and and <laughs> Ivan is over there just losing his mind. It's his favorite part of the week. It, it really is. Uh, it let's is do some like. shameless plugs. Liz, what you got? Uh, shamelessly plug Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you guys should really get this game. It's real good. All right. Oh. Do they make it for Sega Classic? No. Oh. They make it for the Wii U, though. Mm. That non-catastrophic <laughs> Producer Dan. Platform. As always, you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ needs. And uh, we got some Netflix uh, stuff that came out this week. We do. We got Bright. The movie we've been looking forward to. and Oh, it's out? Yeah. Yep. And season two. It's already out or it will yeah, be out? It's out. It was amazing. It's out. And so is season two of Travelers that came out today. I had no idea that Bright was going right to Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, it I'm was, sure I had an idea. I forgot that it was going right to Netflix. It was a bold move, but it was a good one. Bold move, Cotton. <laughs> See that plays out. Uh, awesome. So, dad apps? Dad uh, apps with Al. Um, do you have anything you want to shamelessly plug? Um... NASA. No. Is it space? No. I, I'd like space. <laughs> so you guys should too. Should try some. Because that's how science works. Space. It's a it's a popularity contest. We need you guys on board. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got a I've got a few here. Um, yeah, Bright. Uh, so so I was hot take movie review on Bright. Mm. Uh, it got panned by critics. Yeah. I Don't mean, spoil. No 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 okay. no spoilers. I got panned by critics. And I'm going to say this right now. Panned is a bad thing? Yes. Okay. In, like, you have very bad reviews. Okay. Um, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. This is a, um, there's, I mean, like. That's a glowing review. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this it's is, like, all bad. <laughs> this is not, like, the greatest movie you'll have watched all year or anything like that. But it's a fun, like, cop movie set with a bunch of fantasy creatures. It's like. If you if you like Training Day and Lord of the Rings, you're gonna freaking love this thing. On a scale of Ghost in the Shell to uh, Suicide Squad, where would you rank it? Oh, it's better than Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They were well. It's the, a David Ayer joint, just like Suicide Squad. So, oh yeah, it has Will Smith in it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, is it better than what was the movie with him and his Wild Wild West? No, better than Wild Wild West. Better than After Earth. After Earth. Uh, after oh God. <laughs> Anything yeah. is better than that. Um, that was, but terrible. it's like I mean, I'd say it was just it was just fun. I mean, it was not you know the only I think the only thing that it really suffered from was world building because they really want to make a sequel. They want to do more with this stuff, mm-hmm. and that I think may have may have hampered it a little bit. But it is it's like it's like it's like it's very much along reminiscent of any of you like Training Day, End of Watch, yep. any of those like two cops blow up the entire city kind of yeah. thing. That's what you're gonna get. And now there's 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 fairies and elves and and, yeah, and orcs, orcs and all that shit, and it's a lot. It's, fun, it's lethal so. weapon meets TSR. Yes, exactly, and it's great. Is, is it still TSR? So, or it's not TSR. Uh, no, I think it's Watsy now. Is it mm. all just Watsy? Yeah, Wizards, Wizards of, the of the Coast. Yeah, the guys doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so I really enjoyed that piece. Uh, also wanted to mention movies with Mikey dropped uh, two new ones, Ooh. two new episodes here. Movies with Mikey is the YouTube series that we are huge fans of. Mike with uh, Mike Newman. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Film Joy is their channel. Where they used to be Chainsaw Suit. Now it's Film Joy. Uh, he did. He did his uh, uh, one on Wonder Woman, which was 
Ooh, I need to watch that. Just phenomenal. Uh, and then he did something on the Batman question and really explored Batman in an interesting way, kind of like his, uh, The Force. Ah, he did an episode yeah. on The Force. He did one on, on Batman and kind of what that means and what it doesn't mean. Both of them were really, really good. Pretty much everything movies with Mikey is just amazing. So uh, you should both check those out. And I think that's it. That's all I got. I haven't watched him in a while because he like went through a run of movies that I either had no interest in or haven't seen. Yeah, he's got a bunch that I haven't seen yet, but I so, uh, so I, I wait till after I watch till I, after I watch it. I don't want to yeah spoilery and that kind of <laughs> spoil everything. Uh, okay, I think that's it. You good? We good? Everybody? Anybody? Good? Yeah. Good. All right, fantastic. Yeah. All right, folks. We want to once again thank you guys so much for being here, uh, Dustin. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so sorry, Poe. Uh, oh no! Oh, God. Oh, no! Oh. Sorry, Poe. Poe just got into a fight that's with myself. That's a hell of a pilot there. Uh, <laughs> Careful, Poe. Poor Poe. Hang on. We're, everybody's going to wait for me to get fixed, Poe. There we go. Um, so, uh, once again, I want to say thank you, Dustin, so much for coming down and hanging yeah, out with absolutely. us and educating us on all things space. Uh, I want to say thanks, Sir Ivan, for coming in and manning the uh, the video tube things over yeah. there, whatever video it is you do. Video tubes. The thing I, I do. don't know exactly. The, I actually don't know what it is. The talking work. pictures. Um, <laughs> That's how the internet works, is tubes. Um, <laughs> next week, we have our uh, episode on uh, 2018 Looking Forward episode thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a little bit of a 2017 recap, but mostly on what we're excited about for 2018. And uh, I think the week after that, Bitcoin, mofugger. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll be a good a episode. Oh, my God. Can I jump in with a really quick You Know Nothing, Kelsey Rose? Yes, kind of, please. I, I forgot about this. I meant to do it the last week that I was on. So, and this is a mixture of um, something pulled from Tinder as well. So, we're not doing this week at Liz's dating apps, but so Kelsey was on uh, Tinder and she was speaking with um, a girl for a while and she was telling me the story about talking to this girl and she's like, yeah, I just don't understand why I'm not like meeting quality people. She, you know, the, the funniest part of the sentence is I don't understand why I'm not meeting quality people on Tinder. <laughs> and she said, so she says to me, um, yeah, it's like this girl, like, you know, I kept talking to her and it was really weird because she kept, you know, like obsessing about Bitcoin and like she would like throw Bitcoin into random conversations like, yeah, sorry, I didn't answer her because I was too busy arguing with my aunt about how Bitcoin is the best Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, Kelsey, you were talking to a bot this whole time. <laughs> and I just, I, oh my God, I had nice. to share that because I thought it was so hilarious. That is Great. awesome. So or it's somebody who just really is obsessed with Bitcoin. Uh, no, she sent me. I, I don't, don't judge their love. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you're pro Bitcoin? I, d- I know nothing about Bitcoin. I, I don't guess know. I will in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't. I've been reading up on it, and I'm like, huh, this looks geeky and complicated. So uh, I got, <laughs> I got, I got Tim. We got did Tim you? Coming did in. you invite somebody <laughs> with a triangle a triangle scheme? Wait a minute, pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh my god! Please stop. <laughs> See, please stop even the pyramid schemes are two dimensional. <laughs> uh, all right, it's flat. It's a reverse funnel. <laughs> That's how you get the oil out of it? I don't know. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for that's, us. So that's a cone. We want to... Nope. Nope, we're done with it. That's going to do it for us. We want to thank everybody so much for listening. Until next week, this is Al Sterling saying, this is not a prophecy face. Woo!